Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. I am excited to have you all listening in today because I have a friend on the show. Um, we've been friends for a few years, and he's had quite an interesting life. Um, yeah, he's going to tell you a little bit about himself. His name is Freddie Geary. He's great to follow on Instagram. He puts a lot of great posts out, some really cool pictures of some weird yoga poses and handstands and things like that. And it's a lot of fun to kind of follow him on his journey. He's still quite young, still figuring out some things in life, but it's got most of them figured out by now, which is kind of cool. So, Freddie, welcome to the show, and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. First off, thank you for having me. Um, so, as you know, my name is Freddie Geary. Um, you know, I bartend on the weekends, and I recently joined um, a talent agency that works with film work, commercial auditions, and all sorts of things like that, which I love doing. It's fun, and it's a good challenge for myself that I feel. And... Um, yeah, and also too, I'm aspiring to become a yoga teacher because I just feel it's um, it's just <laughs> one of those things that connects with me. And um, growing up, I've always been an athletic person and stuff like that. And I just feel it's a perfect fit and a way to spread positivity and to strengthen people. And so that's why I'm willing to do that and to also eventually travel the world too and just plant seeds of light wherever I go so that's why I would like to do that cool and how old are you right now I just turned 28 years old holy cow I know (laughs) (laughs) um when you were younger like when you were growing up was yoga a part of your life or a part of your family's life or did that come along later yeah so that it came along later yoga it never entered my mind really until I hit I think I was 22 and it just happened randomly. A friend of mine just called me up and he's like, would you like to do yoga someday? And I said, yeah, for sure. Why not? I'll give it a try. But um, <laughs> coming into it, you know, the first thing that registered in my mind was that, you know, it's, it's for girls, you know, so <laughs> this will be like easy, this and that, you know, but it really put my ego in check. That's for sure. After finishing up a class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and he said he was very athletic. The guy has abs coming out of his forehead, so he can do handstands <laughs> and all these crazy things. That's why I say you should follow him on Instagram if you're interested in yoga or any of that kind of stuff because he's super, super fit and is always very dedicated. Even when he has off days or off weeks, sometimes he's always back in the gym and working on his craft, so it's really cool to watch him, him grow in that respect. So, okay, so if yoga wasn't a part of your thing when you were a kid, what were mm-hmm. you thinking about doing as a, as a young kid? Like in my high school mm-hmm. – Every girl wanted to be a marine biologist. It was yeah. something about dolphins. <laughs> um, they're smart. They're really intelligent. It's true. They're they're amazing. And like, <laughs> man, they're so intelligent. Yeah, like they put out like like those clicking noises. Yeah. And what they do is basically, um, it's like what bats do too mm-hmm. to sense their prey and stuff is like that. Sonar is that what it's? Is the sonar. sonar. Yeah. And there's also this thing I read upon that, um, you know, women giving birth in water and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It helps with um, easing the pain and. There's just something about it, and um, I remember reading up on this one thing that there was this woman in the ocean giving birth, mm-hmm. and then there's like a doctor around and whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. people, 
you know, making sure things were okay. And was then, she giving birth in the ocean on purpose? Like, was that yes, a plan? Yeah. Oh, and okay. basically, and then eventually, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dolphins were came around, uh-huh. and then they were swimming around her. Yeah. And I guess since they can do that, that thing where the, the clicking sonar, the clicking yeah. sonar thing, like they knew that this person was about to give birth, like they could sense the baby and stuff like that. And so, wow. yeah, it was interesting. Like, uh-huh. yeah, huh. it was weird. Search yeah. that up, people, if you're interested. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. we actually had a gentleman on about a year ago, and um, he'd done a whole bunch. He's a doctor, but he'd done a whole bunch of studies on dolphins and communication. And uh, I think they say that dolphins next to us are use up more of their brain percentage. Like, what what do humans use? Ten or something percent of our entire like brain? Five or ten, but I think yeah. dolphins use like twenty percent or something. Yeah, like that. I remember reading something. I don't know the actual facts. Google, like Google, that. everybody. <laughs> yes, Google is the remedy that's for sure so sorry i started talking about my elementary school dreams what were yours when you were younger (laughs) yeah so when i was younger when i was actually super younger i wanted to be a police officer actually when i was about in grade two Mm -hmm. um you know just growing up and watching superhero movies it really got to me and you know what something just clicked in my mind that you know i'd like to be that person that saves the day and to be known to be that person and if you need a shoulder to lean on, you know, I'll be there and stuff like that, you know, so. I hear the soundtrack from an 80s movie playing in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you not a police officer then? What changed? Um, just growing up, you know, things changed. And then eventually, um, you know, I got into sports and stuff like that. And then something clicked. Like I wanted to become, you know, like a professional basketball player and stuff like that. But um I played all kinds of sports. I was in track and field, did long jump, high jump, like relay race, 100-meter dash, and then I was on the basketball team. I played soccer for fun. I was on a volleyball team, the football team in high school and stuff like that. You know, and... Uh, dreams change, eh? Dreams change, yeah, definitely. You so know. so in high school, yeah. what, 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 what did your dreams become? Or were you just focused on sports at that point in your life? Uh, I was just focused on sports, really. And I was actually doing pretty bad in school as well. Why were you doing bad in school? <laughs> uh, I honestly, I just didn't really enjoy it. Mm. You know, um, the only things I enjoyed in school was, you know, PE, of course, playing <laughs> sports, doing art and science. Those were like the three things that really struck me. And, you know, but math class, I didn't really like doing that. It's just something about it. I don't know. And I feel... Well, because you're a different type of learner. Like, everyone's a yes. different type of learner. Exactly. My, my, I, I, I failed every math class I ever took, and I had the hardest math prof. I went to one of the top high schools in Canada, and they had some of the top math and science programs. Like, we had more graduates go to Harvard from our high school than any other high school in Canada. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I remember being in the math class and I had 45% and the prof was really tough. Like he was, it was a bit of a jerk that we thought back in high school and he bumped me up to 51% and he wrote in my comments, um, Brandy tries very hard, but she just doesn't get it, which was like a nice thing for him to say. Like that sounds harsh, but he, cause he knew I'd be in there every day after school and I just didn't get it. And then years later I was teaching algebra. Hmm. So it's just that your mind is is learns in a different way than, than school is taught. And that's why I think a lot of people listening, they, they they know that, or they're going through that with some class, Uh, but I hated PE. 
Oh, you hated PE? I did because Why? I had scarring in my lungs from when I had, I was really oh. sick as a kid, like in the hospital and had asthma and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so I had scarring in my lungs. So they would always make you run four laps around the track to do a mile. Right. And I would literally have a second, second lap in, I'd be coughing up blood because my lungs were so scarred and my face would turn Ooh. bright red. And yeah, yeah it was, so scary. I hated it because I was like dying. <laughs> literally, mm, It was like torture for you, I guess, right? Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Except dodgeball. I love dodgeball. Dodgeball. Love yeah. It's <laughs> I guess it's a good way to release, you know, just anger kind of too. And also have fun at the same time. Mm-hmm. And just, it's a, it's competitive too, right? So yeah, totally. yeah, it's lovely. Do you think yoga should be taught in schools? Definitely. Should it be part of like PE? Oh yeah. Not only yoga, I feel meditation should be a part of school curriculums as well too. You know what I mean? Just because mm-hmm. there's so many benefits and you know, the, the, the way I got into meditation actually was reading a book called the law of attraction and there was this one chapter on meditation and I was reading through it and they're saying like, you know, meditation can change your life, this and that. It could really make you just more focused and more loving and more, just more open and to really, you know, um, raise your vibration as a person. But going through that chapter, I was like so against it. I'm like, can this really, like my ego was so involved and like, can this really like help and change and stuff like that? Like, how do you do this stuff? Right. And they say, to, you know, meditate 20 minutes in the morning or even five minutes, 10 or even a minute, whatever you can do. And also write down like 10 things you're grateful for and 10 things you want to achieve. And so I'm like, you know what? I'll just give this a shot. So it's like as if I tied, I tied up my ego, threw it out the window and it's just hanging there, you know, (laughs) (laughs) just chilling chilling out there for just a bit, you know, and then eventually I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'll give this a shot. And then I started doing it. And it was hard at first, but then um, eventually I started just to connect with myself, just to be in touch with my breath and feeling my heartbeat and just really feeling your body, just feeling the aliveness and stuff like that. And honestly, I did that for like a week straight and it radically like changed everything. Like getting up in the morning, I felt energized after meditating and also drinking a big glass of water too because that helps with just your insides to get working properly and so heading to work I felt so energized I felt so happy and open and stuff like that like I didn't need a cup of coffee to get me going like everything was just so vibrant you know Mm -hmm. I was just like so connected with life and to people and all sorts of things and I really feel meditation should be you know, taught in schools and same with yoga too. So, so I, I love to, I love that you're saying this because I cannot meditate and I know a lot of people out there are like, Oh yes, you can. Mm-hmm. I have literally gone to meditation camps to try and learn. And I, I've just recently had someone that is a huge practitioner of meditation and yoga and things like that. Like mm-hmm. big healer. Everybody knows this person. Yes. And I explained, I was like, look, is it, is it me? Am I just not trying hard enough to relax and get stuff out of my head? And he says, to be honest, there's certain people that don't meditate. They don't, meditation mm-hmm. is not for them. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I said, well, my meditation is getting into a bubble bath and listening to Frank Sinatra uh, while drinking a glass of wine. And he's like, then, then that's your meditation. Yeah. It's not for everyone, but it's for a lot of people. I'm so it's, it's interesting. And then yoga, I hate yoga. Uh, <laughs> I've been to three different yoga classes in my life. And the only one I liked was Kundalini. And that's because mm-hmm. Kundalini is basically sitting and breathing and doing nothing else. <laughs> yeah. But there's like a, there's like a bigger purpose with the Kundalini though. It's really like, like, I haven't actually been to a kundalini class, but, mm-hmm. like, I've done some research on it, and it's just a good way to to get, like, your your chakras flowing and stuff like that. That's why, I like, doing breath work, you mm-hmm. know, it really 
it helps a lot. And people, there's been studies of people that actually like they've gotten like visions and stuff like that, like kind of like hallucinogenic visions, mm-hmm. just because. Um, well, opening up your chakra is supposed to connect to parts of your brain and your spirit that you don't connect to on a regular basis. Exactly, so. it's just it's like an antenna, pretty much. Yeah. And once you get that. Once you, like, you know, like, get those, like, unblocked and stuff like that, like, the source, like, the energy, the universe is mm. able to run through you more more efficiently. Mm. And, um, and yeah, just doing breath work, like, there's, uh, like, we, we have a hallucinogenic um, molecule in our body, actually. It's called mm. uh, DMT. Oh, DMT, yeah. Dimethyltryptamine. It's in everything. It's in plants. It's in trees. It's in our lungs. It's in our brain like our pineal gland the third eye like the center of our brain and stuff like that and um well they see some people like you can feel their third eye like some people have like a dent in their forehead where they're supposedly the third eye is and uh, i have a huge dent there i had someone who does like holistic healing and things like that mm. actually give me a reading and she was like you have a huge dent where your third eye is she's uh, like you have to have and i was like oh that's creepy but all my girlfriends are healers and stuff like that and I'm a very yeah. literal person I'm like yeah. oh yeah have a bad day take a nap eat healthy go to bed and wake up fine exactly all my girlfriends <laughs> are swinging crystals and stuff oh, like yeah. that and they'd be giggling about the fact that I'm talking about this right now <laughs> okay we do have to go to commercial break in one minute but you mentioned before 10 things that you're grateful for what are 10 yes. things that you're grateful for so the 10 things that I'm grateful for honestly is to to be alive to experience life you know having a job having a roof over my head having food like a block away from me um being grateful to have an iphone because you can literally do everything with it yeah you know what i mean Uh, you can even work from it too you can do like whatever um having you know family just so you know guys freddie and i have our fingers out so we're making sure he gets to 10 too (laughs) yeah you know family uh having just good friends Mm -hmm. good people surrounded and to be living in beautiful british columbia um Honestly, <laughs> and then to still be alive, going through some, you know, tragedies that we'll talk about later. Um, and the last one, honestly, is to, hmm, you know, spread a positive message, I guess. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so important. Like whenever I get into a space where I'm not being positive in my in my own head and feeling it, literally going over things that I'm grateful for reminds yourself and saying it out loud. Mm -hmm. like saying it out loud and voicing it to the world whether you're alone or not it literally triggers different sections of your brain like if you're inside thinking oh i'm happy positive Mm -hmm. or if you say today i'm feeling very positive because i'm grateful for it actually shows to light up different parts of the brain because you say it out loud and i just think that's super exactly and what you put out you get back you know the law of attraction exactly (laughs) all right everybody we'll be right back in a couple minutes with freddie geary thanks for joining Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? 
All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're here with Freddie Gary, a very dear friend of mine, uh, who's talking a little bit about his life um, on the road to becoming a yoga teacher and some of the crazy things he's done on the way to get there. So, Freddie, we got to know a little bit about you and who you were when you were younger. Is there anything else you want to mention about high school in particular that you remember? Yes. So, um, during high school, you know, I was always a good person growing up and stuff like that. I was always into sports, which I talked about before, and just always being like a bubbly person and whatnot. But then it wasn't until I hit grade nine where things took a drastic turn in my life. I started to hang out with the wrong crowd. And I started to smoke cigarettes and I started smoking weed and I started, you know, drinking alcohol and all sorts of things, partying. And that really, you know, took a hit with my school and my grades. And not only that, with my sports that, you know, I was indulged in and stuff like that. And uh, the teachers could see that, you know, they would pull me aside and stuff like that and ask, like, you know, what's going on? You know, you seem different, you know, you're hanging out with like a different crowd of people, blah, blah, blah. And they always tried to warn me, you know, like stay away from those people, this and that. But of course, I was young. Mm -hmm. I was naive. You know, we've all been there. You know what I mean? And uh, (laughs) and, uh, you know, so basically I just didn't listen to them. And yeah, but you I mean, the reason why we don't listen when we're that age is because the only thing that matters is the people directly around us, our friends that's exactly. our whole world. Exactly. It's not until you get out of high school that you realize that there's a whole other big world and high school means nothing after you leave it. Like, exactly. it's crazy. I know. Yeah, it's there's insane. so much importance on that. Totally. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just wouldn't listen, you know. And, like, growing up, too, things were, were rough, you know. Come from a broken home. Um, father was never in the picture. I've still never met him till this day. But I've talked to him on the phone when I was younger, he would send money sometimes and wish happy birthday. 
but talking to him on the phone, like I really had nothing to say. Like there's no genuine connection at all. Mm. Like I didn't know. It's like talking to a stranger. Where does he live? Uh, he lives in Toronto. Oh, okay. So halfway but, across the country. Yeah, halfway across the country. Like he's never really took the chance to come visit and stuff like that. Um, but a part of me has always been curious as mm-hmm. a kid and even to this point to, you know, see what he's like, to sit down and actually talk with him and maybe see what kind of characteristics I might have that yeah. I've got from him and stuff like that. What? So um, are you very close to your mom then? Oh, yeah. She's she's everything. She's my mom and dad, you know. Mm-hmm. She's always been there, always loving and caring, you know, despite growing up for her, it was like really rough back in the day, you know what I mean? And what her, her mom went through. And stuff is, like that. Is she from here? Is she Canadian? Yes. She's okay. born in Calgary, Alberta. Okay. Like myself. But glad to be in Vancouver. Yeah. You know, so much more here. Yeah. It's better. <laughs> um, Sorry for anyone listening in Calgary, but it's true. You know it. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, you know, my, and uh, growing up was rough. You know, growing up, we didn't really have much, you know, surviving off food banks and stuff like that. And my mm-hmm. mom... You know, she was addicted to smoking cigarettes and she was also addicted to drugs as well. Um, and she was also on the streets too, um, making money on the streets, you know, like s- selling herself. She was a prostitute and stuff like that, you know. So growing up, it was it was hard to um, process all that. Mm. And um, yeah, so... High school, you know, I've, I felt like I've never really had guidance and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, growing up. Um, but she was always there. She's always said, do the right thing, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it wasn't until, like, yeah, I hit grade nine and uh, things took a drastic turn. You know, I started hanging with the wrong crowd to the point I almost lost my life. And um, so I was out one night with friends and we were all getting drunk and stuff like that. And then next thing led to another a guy that I knew. He was he got into a fight with some guy, pretty much. So I guess he, he tried to rob him. And so they were fighting. They were fighting. And then I looked over. I'm like, oh, what's going on, right? And mm-hmm. then I was, I was so drunk at the mm-hmm. time. And then I, I ran over there and to help. You were in grade nine? Yes, grade Jeepers. nine. I know. I was young. And this was and still dumb. in Calgary, right? No, this was here. Oh, this was here. Oh, what, yeah. what age did you move out here? Uh, I was like four or five. I have yeah. to say, I'm really glad that you're talking about this because so many people think of Canada as like nothing bad ever happens and it's this fairy mm. tale, which is crap. It's the same as everywhere else. We have all the good stuff and the bad stuff as everywhere else. We might have a little bit less of some, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I'm glad that you're bringing that up. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, it's okay. Yeah, so they were fighting. And then I look over, and then I went to go help my friend, and we got into a little scuffle, and then I felt like a punch in my back, or at least I thought it was a punch, Mm -hmm. but then I felt like this sensation that, like, something was, like, leaving my body. It was really bizarre. And then everything just stopped, and then I put my hand behind my back to, like, feel it, and then I put my hand in front of me, and it was just covered in blood. Mm. And right in that moment, everything just stopped. Like, everything just stopped. Like, you know, and I just couldn't believe that was happening. It felt like a dream. It didn't mm-hmm. feel real. Did you know what happened? Did you think you'd been shot or stabbed? Like, did you know uh, what was going on or were you just... 
Like I, I knew I got stabbed. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was one of those things. Um, did you sober up right away? Was it one of those moments where you were? Yeah. I, I like, boom, instantly, like yeah. everything was just clear. And I was so like present in the moment too. Yeah. Like, you know, like seeing that. And so after that, the guy runs away and then my instincts, which is to just lie on the ground. And then my friends were putting pressure on it. Oof. And uh, until the ambulance came. And then I remember getting put into the ambulance and I remember them still like cutting off my clothes, but I was like blacked out. But like, yeah. I was still aware of like my surroundings and hearing stuff and feeling them cutting the clothes off of me. And then, um, did it hit anything vital? Uh, no, but it, it, what they said is that the blade grazed my lung. Oof. So, I mean, that was like such a close call, mm-hmm. but then the recovery process was even more of a living hell. Yeah. So waking up the the next morning, I wake up, I'm hungover, and I'm sure that I'm like on morphine to, you know, painkillers and stuff like that. So I was just in a mess. And then looking down, you know, there was a tube sticking out of the right side of my lower chest because they made an incision, I guess, to maybe drain the blood or yeah. I don't know what they did or pump oxygen into my lungs. I'm not, it was weird. Yeah. And, uh, Did it perforate at all? Like your lung? Do you do you know of that part, or were you too young to really understand what was kind of going on? Yeah, I was too young, and I was so hungover too, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't believe what was going on. It felt weird. Mm. And so I wake up and I see the tube sticking out of my chest, and I'm like looking around, and then I was trying to move, and I felt like so much pain on the backside, and uh, it was just a, a nightmare. And um, my sister was the first one to to get there. You know, and um, eventually, you know, family members came and stuff like that, too. And it wasn't until when my mother came, that's when I just burst out crying. Mm. You know, like it just hit home. Yeah. And also for... Sorry, in grade nine, how old were you? 12, 13? Like, I was like 14, 14, 14 15 or, yeah. or like 15 so or 16. Young. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was insane. And then eventually, you know, I had to... Uh, get up and start walking and I could only literally take like baby steps like millimeters mm-hmm. steps like it just hurts so much but I they just said you just needed to get up and start walking again and I had to like cough just to kind of get my lungs working better and then like two nights later I remember I was sleeping and then I woke up because I couldn't breathe mm-hmm. like something happened with my right lung mm-hmm. and uh, I couldn't breathe for like maybe two or three seconds. It was mm-hmm. weird. And at that point, I honestly thought I was a goner. Like I thought I was going to die. Yeah. And then I started panicking mm-hmm. and I started screaming at the top of my lungs. Like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. And I remember the nurse like looking over, like she didn't really know what to do. Like yeah. it was weird. And then eventually I just blacked out. Yeah. And, um, the next morning I woke up and then I was just like, fine. Like, yeah. It, it was, have you ever had an anxiety attack beyond that? Like something like that where you felt? Um, no, I'd say that was like the most, like the number one thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and still thinking about it now, talking about it, like it doesn't feel real. Like yeah. it feels like a, just a dream or a nightmare. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like the scars still there, obviously. So it just, it's a reminder mm. and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and you think something like that after that, like you think you would learn, but I still didn't learn, <laughs> you know, just because I was young and stupid. Yeah. 
And um, so basically, I was still hanging out with the same guy. <laughs> wrong people, yeah. So basically, yeah, I was still hanging out with them, and then I got charged with robbery, which I didn't Whoa. commit, but I was just with the people that were doing it. Yeah. And so it was one of those things, like a bird of a bird of a feather, fox. You blah. have a criminal record, Freddie Geary? No, this is when I was a teenager. <laughs> teenager. I know. I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I got charged with robbery, which I didn't commit, hmm. and I was still there. Um, wow. But that's what happens when you hang out with the wrong people, right? Yeah. Like once you're, you know, so. Are you still friends with any of them? Oh, like, did anyone else learn their lesson and you kept in touch, or? Like, I don't even talk to none of those people. Have you figured, wait, you're you're 28? 28, Is yeah. it your 10-year reunion this year? Uh, yeah, it would ha- be. Have you been yet? No. Are you um, going to go? I'm not going to go. Why? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be amazing to see what those people are like now? Like, maybe they've done great with their lives, or maybe they're... But at the same time, though... Don't point at me, young man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at the same time, it's like, we have Facebook, so you can see what people are doing anyway. Oh. But I know what you mean, though, yeah. to, like, really connect with them like in Again. person and stuff like that. Well, it's just such a life lesson. My 10 year yeah. reunion changed everything. I, I'll tell you more about it after this commercial break, because mm-hmm. we have to go to one. Uh, Freddie, what is your uh, Instagram so people can follow you? My Instagram is Freddie 11 Geary. So F R E D D I E 11 G E A R Y. So go check it out. I just put out positivity and, you know, progress of my yoga and just putting out a positive message. And And really cool handstands. We'll be back from this commercial break in just a moment. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com voice america is where you are and where you want to be join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events 
Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Freddie is dancing to the theme song music, so I'm giggling here because we're actually in my living room right now because (laughs) Freddie is a friend of mine. Um, I'm I'm really enjoying hearing more about you than I actually know, being your friend for several years, and it's kind of cool. And we're just kind of joking over the commercial break that it's really good to hear everyone else's shit because then you know your own shit might be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think if we were to all tell each other our stories, the good and the bad, and just be like, hey, okay, we're all we're all going through some shit, some at bigger levels than other. Like, I never got stabbed, but I also went through some things. You know, like, I just think it's like, okay, if every human knows that we're flawed and we make a ton of mistakes and and then hopefully we grow out of it. Some of us don't, but hopefully we do. Uh, it's kind of cool to know that that's a possibility for people that go through some rough times. So let's go back to 15. Mm-hmm. After getting stabbed, recovering, almost yep. thinking you're dying, yep. and then still hanging out with the same people that got you in that situation in the first place. Yes, yes. So I was still sucked in, you know, like I didn't really have guidance, but there were people trying to help me, but I was just wasn't listening. You know, I don't know. It was just one of those things. You're just young and stupid, you know, and you just feel like you're like this word I'm looking for. Um invincible? Yes, invincible. <laughs> but, but then obviously, you know, things happen to me and you know, we're mortal. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I tell every man I've ever dated that because they all have a God complex. It's kind of funny. Oh, do they? Yeah, I tend uh, to choose idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Oh, Lord. Uh, but, yeah, you know, um, still hanging out with the wrong crowd, you know, and I, I started selling drugs. Um, I joined a gang. You know, I physically hurt people. And um, and I was doing, you know, a bunch of drugs um, to the point that I really didn't know who I was anymore, you know, and being surrounded with these people, like I wasn't really able to fully express myself just because maybe I'd come off like, like a sucker or just like a, you know, one of those things. Um, but it's like my, my conscience was still there though. Like I knew what I was doing was obviously bad and I knew I didn't want to do it for the rest of my life, but I was just, I was just stuck. I was like stuck in such a weird funk. Mm. And, um, and I just knew that I needed to stop doing this, but I was still doing it, you know, smoking a lot of weed, drinking alcohol and other substances as well. And, um, you know, and one of the guys, you know, that I was hanging out with and he kind of knew I was on the fence and he's like, man, he's he's like, you need to make a choice. Like it's either you're in or you're not, Mm. you know what I mean? And I just couldn't answer that question at the moment. You know what I mean? Because I was just like so like iffy and and I was just so lost as a person as well, um, you know. But uh, it wasn't until like I hit 19, my life changed and for the better as well. Um, so when did you graduate? Were you 17 or 18 when you graduated? Uh, 18. 18. 18, so- yeah. Uh, was it an entire year after graduation that you, like, what did you do directly after high school before this big change? Like, were you still just screwing around? Yeah, with- I, was, I was still screwing around mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but it wasn't until, yeah, when I hit 19, 
um, came across a book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, or Tolle, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It's one of those things. <laughs> one of them. But uh, yeah, he and he actually resides in Vancouver too. And um, before actually reading that book, uh, a bunch of my friends have told me about it, and they're like, yeah, this is like life-changing stuff. Are these the same friends that were doing all the stupid shit? Uh, or do you have like some good friends that were good influences, just you didn't hang out with them as much as the... It was, uh, yeah, so basically like my good friends. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they told me about this book and they're saying that it could change your life, this and that, and like young and stuff like that. I'm like, a book book can't change your life, really? (laughs) What is this? You know, and... um, Totally can. Chicken Soup for the Soul, Volume 1, Change Mind. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Actually, I read The Law of Attraction with the same Jack Mm. Canfields and stuff like that, too. Yeah, part of it. Oh, yeah. And um, so, yeah, the the power of now... um, Friends told me about it, and I remember one day I was at Rec Beach with a bunch of friends, and then that book was just on the log I was sitting on, and it's one of my friend's book, and then I picked it up and looked at it and read the back cover and stuff like that, you know, a spiritual awakening, um, like a death of your ego, blah, 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 and so I looked at it, I'm like, it, it was kind of intriguing, but I didn't really think much of it, but then it wasn't until like a couple months later, like I just woke up one day and... Something came over me. I'm like, you know what? I'll just read this book. It was like one of those things where um, when the student is ready, the mm. teacher will appear. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things, I guess. And um, reading it, it was it was a little hard in the beginning. But once I got like deeper into it, like something just like clicked, you know, like something just clicked. And it was like such a profound moment. You what know? does the power of now actually talk about? Like, I don't, I don't actually, I haven't read that one. I've heard mm. of it, but I haven't read it. What's like kind of the premise behind the power of now? Yeah, so the premise behind it is basically talks about like you are not your mind, pretty mm. much. Like, you know, you're the creative, creative intelligence that resides deep within you, oh. and with all this like thought, these crazy thoughts we come up with, or like mm-hmm. anger, like depression, or jealousy, and all these things. He's like, you are not that. Yeah. Like your your mind is like creating like these illusions and yeah, then you're you can, believing them and then it just reaps havoc on your whole entire body and and your life as well. I love that you said that because so many people that struggle with depression or anxiety or whatever it is mm-hmm. or, or just being surrounded by negative people, they think that's who they are. And like the mm-hmm. first thought that comes into their head is who they are. But exactly. it's really not. It's just all these extra influential things that we don't realize and we have to push away. It's like if someone has cancer. Mm-hmm. They aren't cancer. They are not cancer. It's not mm-hmm. that they have become cancer because they have it. It's the same thing with depression, anxiety, hanging out with idiots. Exactly. Kind of yeah. So. And like, you know, basically um, labeling yourself, like becoming one with like whatever you say, like whatever you say you become. And that's so real. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, you just got to be careful of what you say and be aware. Yeah. Your words well. are so powerful. Eh? Yes. Words are so powerful. Um, Life changing too. You know, like we're all so powerful beyond crazy levels. Like we're all like gods pretty much. You know what I mean? Just going, basically just going through life and learning. I you said that as someone who has no ego, because some, if, if it was someone that I knew that had an ego saying mm-hmm. that, I'd be like, oh, you're an asshole saying that we're gods. But mm-hmm. the power that we have is so huge. So yes. knowing that you have no ego is what I love about the fact that you said that, because it's those are two very conflicting statements unless you really know what you're talking about. So. Exactly. Yeah. It's beautiful too. And like, you know, just taking a step back from your thoughts mm. and then just seeing your thoughts run past, like being like the silent observer is what he talks about. 
you know, just to really like examine your mind and all these things. And even when you're reading the book too, or if you're like on the computer typing stuff, like being aware of your surroundings with, with your peripheral vision mm. and really f- breathing and feeling yourself breathing mm-hmm. and really being in your body and feeling the aliveness and all sorts of things. And that just really opened up my eyes completely. And then things in my life just started to change like mm. rapidly. Like I started meeting new people. I was more open to life. Like I didn't look at people and then judge them and make like a false story in my mind of what they might be just because of the way they dress or all sorts of things. You know what I mean? And, um, is that why you and I are friends? Cause I dress like a slag and you're still my buddy. <laughs> of course. Of course. I don't judge. Live your life. Honestly, be you, you know, that's, that's what's so unique about all of us. Mm. You know what I mean? Like we're all so different and we shouldn't bash each other because of our beliefs or the way we dress or the way we think and all these things. Like, you should just be open, you know, mm-hmm. just be like, you know what? I hear you. Um, you know, thanks for sharing your opinion and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Don't just like bash people because of it. You know what I mean? Just like with religion and all these things, just because like, let's say someone doesn't believe in Jesus and so someone believes in Buddha, like there might be that conflict of, oh, that God isn't right or this mm-hmm. one. And it's just nonsense, really. <laughs> and religion, I feel like it's the same thing, just said differently. Yeah. They, all, they all go to the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, so yeah. if you're if you were talking to a group of teenagers, like mm-hmm. maybe some of our listeners, and they were struggling with anything like this in high school, mm-hmm. how would they be able to focus on things like the power of now? Obviously, reading the book is a great thing to do. But mm-hmm. do you have any tips or techniques or something for someone that's in that space, not sure what direction to go? Mm-hmm. And they're maybe wanting to expand on all that stuff you just talked about, like you not being the things that are in your head, but mm-hmm. what you want to create and observing and all that. Do you have any tips on how they could start to focus on those more positive things? Yeah. So number one, honestly, reading that book will definitely change a lot about you. And also just being aware of like your thoughts, just surrounding yourself with good people, um, like write things down. You know what I mean? Right. Honestly, like write things down that you, you don't want to, like have anymore mm-hmm. like write down things like I don't want to be angry anymore I want to be more like I don't this is what you should do actually like yeah like write things down write down like all the things you don't want to do anymore and then like burn that piece of paper mm-hmm. you know what I mean as if like you're just getting rid of all of that stuff yeah you know what I mean and I've done it before too and it feels good like it feels like a, it's a good release mm-hmm. honestly you know what I mean? I love that you said that because in Chicken Soup for the Soul, and I'm yeah. going to bring it up again. I'm so sorry. One of the stories was a teacher that got everyone to write down everything I can't sentences mm-hmm. when they were kids. Yeah. Like, I don't know, kindergarten or grade one or grade two or something like that. Yeah. Probably a little bit older, probably grade three. But got them to write down all their I can't sentences. And then she put them in a shoebox and they went out into the backyard of the school and they dug a hole and they buried it and then mm-hmm. made a headstone for I can't. And she said, you're never allowed to utter those two words in my classroom again. Wow. You can say things like, I'm struggling with, Mm -hmm. but I will overcome. And it was so, that was exactly like what you said. Get rid of all the I can'ts and the I don't believe in's. Exactly. Just like diving deep into yourself and bringing all this negativity to the surface level and reading it over and just like disidentifying yourself with it and just, you know, get rid of that stuff because we don't need it. And it causes disease as well. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, it does like all this negativity and stuff like that, it wreaks havoc on your entire body and it causes illness and things like your life just slows down. Like you're not open to life and 
and you're creating like energy blockages in your body too mm-hmm. and stuff like that that's why i feel like yoga that's why i love doing yoga mm-hmm. because like you're stretching you're stretching out like knots in your body and you're breathing and your movement is in sync with your breathing and stuff like that well and then we'll have to get some yoga tips from you as soon as we come uh-huh. back from our last commercial break <laughs> with freddie geary everyone we'll be right back Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com you are tuned in to team wealth radio to join in the conversation send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com that's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeamWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. We only have about 10 minutes left with my friend, Freddie Geary. Um, if you're not following him on Instagram yet, you should be. What's your Instagram again, Freddie? My Instagram is Freddie11Geary. That's F-R-E-D-D-I-E, the number 11, G-E-A-R-Y. And if you don't see someone walking on your hands, you have the wrong, on his hands, you have the wrong Freddie Geary. <laughs> Uh, oh goodness um okay so we only have 10 minutes left i can you tell us all a little bit about if someone isn't really ready to dive into maybe full-on yoga or meditation or anything like that but you 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 think it might be something that someone could try Mm -hmm. um do you have any tips on how they could just start meditating or considering meditation as something that might work for them if they're trying to calm themselves at this point in life yes so i'd say the number one thing with meditation is to just be aware of your breath and to really just dive deep into it with every inhale every exhale like feel it Mm. because that will just take you know all your mind chatter away 
sure it might be hard in the beginning, but just just like feel feel the aliveness of your body. You know what I mean? And and just be really grateful to be alive to experience all of this. You know, you know, like life is just so beautiful. So and, when I think of meditation, yeah. I think of like sitting outside in a field somewhere and breathing in through my nose and out through my mouth, or maybe mm-hmm. it's the opposite. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. why I can't meditate because I don't yeah. know. So how would you physically do that? Like how would you – do you sit somewhere quiet? Do you go somewhere busy? Like what's the best spot to begin? Because meditation is mm-hmm. like – it's tough. It's not yeah. easy to get there. So yes. so what are kind of the physical steps that you need to take? The physical steps, I'd say, you know, surroundings should be peaceful, like even – just being in nature or somewhere just quiet, even a library or something. You could be anywhere, essentially, you know, and you can do it with your eyes open or eyes closed. And I'd say for beginners, it'd be best for them to do a guided meditation. So there's like a bunch of videos on YouTube and stuff like that. Someone just guiding you, you know, guiding you into your breath and all sorts of things. And I'd say that would be the best way for you to do it. It's like Mm -hmm. training wheels, pretty Mm -hmm. much. And then eventually you can just you know, jump off the diving board and do it yourself. And what about yoga? Because I honestly, I just, <laughs> sitting still is not my thing. You know me, mm-hmm. I have far too much <laughs> yeah. energy. And and every time I try and do poses like downward dog or whatever, all the blood rushes to my head and I mm-hmm. want to throw up. Like, I have bad, <laughs> I already have bad blood. Like I have really slow everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I get really dizzy easily. Like if I stand up, I feel like I'm going to pass. I have really slow blood pressure. Like when, yeah. even after we would run, yeah. they'd check our pulse. And I had a resting heart rate even after I'd run a mile. Oh, wow. Like they're like, like that's why they said I had like would get blood and stuff in my mouth because my, my lungs weren't catching up to my heart, which mm. like it was very interesting. <laughs> are you, are you even human? No, I'm not. I feel you're not from this planet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, I mean, for, for someone like me, the, the yoga, oh, I just like, I, I can't stand mm-hmm. it. And then I watch mm-hmm. so many people do it and they're like, oh, I feel so rejuvenated. So, so mm-hmm. what are some steps for someone like me, like a naysayer for yoga to, to maybe begin? What are some baby steps for yoga? <laughs> baby steps for yoga? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause all of us can't do handstands like you can, Freddie. Oh man. Handstands are hard though. I, I, I work so hard for that. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I, thought I could never do it mm-hmm. but now I'm like killing it I'm yeah. <laughs> be able to hold it for like a minute and just add different variations with my legs and stuff like that and um yeah but I mean like yoga is just one of those things like you just gotta just accept mm-hmm. you know just it's all about just acceptance you know just try not to like you know just don't head into a yoga class thinking like oh I'm gonna hate this or blah 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 <laughs> just just go in with like an open hand and open heart and just be like, you know what? I'm open to just be open to everything that it'll teach me and even teach me about myself, maybe about my patience or, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. You know, it's, um, yeah. How could you not like yoga? Yoga is like, it's, you feel like so Zen after it's, it's amazing. I know so many people but, do. My yoga is sitting at the beach and listening <laughs> to the waves come in all by myself. I'm feeling the wind in my hair. Like that is my yoga. Listening nice. to the and that's like your meditation that too. is my meditation but yeah. i need active things to meditate to like it's mm. i yeah i trust me i went into a cave in the middle of the amazon where it was dead silent and sat mm. there breathing for five minutes and my mind did not stop racing with all these exciting things but it was mm. it was positive things so i don't yeah. you know like if it was negative things that were racing through my head then yeah. i'd be concerned but because it was like all these things i'm excited to try in life i wasn't too upset with the fact that i couldn't meditate <laughs> yeah well i guess it's those are like positives i guess that's good but i mean once you really like just like know yourself and really like control yourself and your thoughts and everything it really has like a profound 
it adds like special sauce to your life. Mm. It really does. So what is, you know? what is your special sauce now? Like what, what are your, the things that you always do on a consistent basis to keep yourself in a healthy mindset? So what I do is basically, I mean, waking up in the morning, it sets the tone for your day. And so I wake up every morning and drink a big glass of water, meditate. I do some stretching. And then I also take a cold shower too, <laughs> but not, not right away. But like, you know, have a warm shower first, just wake myself up, but then have a cold shower for about like a minute or to three minutes. <laughs> we talking like lukewarm <laughs> or are we talking like cold, cold? Like ice cold. Okay, and see, he's sick it. in the head sometimes, too. I still think he's a little no. damaged from your time as a teenager. <laughs> no, just getting into that, getting into that rhythm, it really sets the tone for your day, and it just really awakens your body and your mind and stuff like that, and even today, like, I had, like, a three-minute ice-cold shower, you know, but in the beginning, though, when I first started doing this, like, I couldn't last for, like, 20 seconds. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, waking up in the morning, too, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a cold shower today, this and that. But now, like, I look forward to it. Like, Ugh. I really do. And I feel it's, it's like, it's added just, like, nuances to my life. Mm-hmm. Like, it really has. Like, even Tony Robbins talks about having ice-cold showers. If you guys know who that is, I'm sure people know who he is. Yeah, Tony Robbins, inspirational speaker. Um, even Wim Hof, called the Iceman and stuff like that. Like Wim Hof? That's a gentleman's name? I think, yeah, yeah, that's his name. That's and a dope name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where's and, he from? Oh, I forgot. But this guy, though, he, he like, takes things to the next level. Like, mm-hmm. he goes, like, hiking in the mountains, like, snow and, like, mm-hmm. shorts. Yeah. And he, he like, tests. He's, like, doing tests on himself, too. And he's, like, yeah. man, the mind is so powerful. Yeah. Honestly. Like, when any. We talk about in, like, the Himalayas, how the, the guys can go out there in nothing but shorts and be out there for a month in the snow by themselves. And exactly. And just the, that, healing, the heating power that they have from their soul and everything inside of them. It's yes, awesome. that's why people, like, the power of the mind is, like, it's so powerful. You know what I mean? And for good and, and bad, right? For good and bad. Mm-hmm. But once you, like, realize this, like, you can do anything, honestly. Like, even just, like, look look around where you're living right now, like... You know, where did everything come from? It came mm-hmm. from somebody's head. Yeah. Like we're such powerful, creative beings hmm. and we're literally like sitting in someone's vision that mm-hmm. they once had in their head and now it's in the physical and now we're in it like yeah. in this apartment or if you're, I don't know where people are listening right now, wherever you are, just like look around like, yo man, like we created that. Yeah. We created this stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, we're so like limitless, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. so just really stepping into your power and knowing who you are as a person, you know, it just like you're putting out those like positive vibes and stuff like that. And that's why I wanted to do this show today just to talk about, you know, positivity, the power of the mind and talk about my story as well. Growing up, it wasn't always the greatest. And for people listening, maybe going through it right now, or, you know, people going through it, like, you know, it's only temporary, Hmm. you know, everything, like where you work, where you live, people that you know, or even life is temporary too. So just live it to the fullest and just spread a positive message and just be that person, you know, just be that positive light. Mm-hmm. And I feel there needs to be more of that, you know, just because what's happening in the world is pretty, Negative. it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like the planet is like dying, you know, we're living on a dying planet because mm-hmm. of our stupid decisions. Yeah. And, you know, for the people listening, like, man. If everyone like, had cold showers every morning. Be- <laughs> yeah, honestly. And just reading positive books, like working out, eating healthy. 
Like it's all those little changes. And so yeah. people think, oh, just a glass of water in the morning or a cold shower or eating healthy or cutting out alcohol or whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah like I don't even drink alcohol. Like barely. I know. I had you know to I mean? force them to do a tequila <laughs> shot with me on my birthday. I'm a horrible uh, friend. We only have 20 seconds left before the seconds. end of the show. Uh, if the whole world had to sit down, shut up and listen to one quick piece of advice from Freddie Geary, what mm-hmm. would it be? Love yourself. Honestly, self-love is the number one thing. If you cannot love yourself, then what makes you think you can love another person or love life? Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, people. Uh, I'm so glad we did this. And for <laughs> See why pe- he's my friend, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> for the people listening, like, I see you, I feel you, I love you. Thank you for tuning in. And I'm just so glad to be a voice of positive vibes. You know what I mean? And there's just so much more that I want to do. Eventually, I'd like to start a nonprofit and do things what Brandy's doing to help children and just... Can we, oh, sorry. No, you can't. You can't. No, it's <laughs> just okay. Be, we'll bleep that out. <laughs> it just be like, you know, just a ball of positive light. And thank you for this. Honestly. No problem. Thank you for thank being you my for guest. Being, thank you for being in my life. Thank you, people. I love you. Oh, goodness. We'll have him back on in 10 years and hear where he is with his yoga all over the world, hopefully. Thanks for tuning in again, guys. See you same time, same place next week. Have a good night. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.